B-O-B Bob, two B's, just one O, it's the Bumpkin Bob Show, Bob, Bob, good old Bumpkin Bob, crank it up and here we go, it's the Bumpkin Bob Show, now you won't see him dressed up in a suit and tie, the fact is he's rough as a cob, but if you want somebody to tell it like it is, He's the man for the job, we're talking Bob, Bob, B-O-B, Bob, two B's, just one O, it's the Bumpkin Bob Show, Bob, Bob, good old Bumpkin Bob, crank it up and here we go, it's the Bumpkin Bob Show, from Siloam Springs, Arkansas, it's the Bumpkin Bob Show. Hey y'all, it's Bumpkin Bob coming to you from the Bumpkin Media Studios here in Siloam Springs, Arkansas, just like we try to do every Sunday. Hey, last week we missed because my grandson turned a year old, so I want to give a shout out to him, his mom and dad, he's he's becoming my little buddy. Uh, I got him a little t-shirt that says, so how, what's it say? Come get me, Papa. Your daughter's tripping or something. I thought it was appropriate because for those of you who've heard me talk about my daughter, you will understand why. Hey, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook and join the Bumpkin Army. And uh, you can listen to this podcast anywhere that you can hear podcasts. Make sure you tell your friends. Uh, I wanted to talk first off this morning, and I hope I don't get too long-winded about this subject, but this is something that actually happened this morning that pissed me off to no fucking end, and that's just what happens. Uh, was coming back from the grocery store this morning and backed in my yard, and there was a guy here on my street walking his dog. And for those of you who don't live close to Siloam Springs, Arkansas, uh, it's colder than fuck here this morning. We've got a nice little, this morning we still had a nice little sheet of ice on the roads. It's probably melted off by now. Roads should be cleared by now. I hadn't been out in a couple hours, but he, uh, it got out, and I go to the grocery store early, early, early when I go so that I avoid the crowds. But he had got out, walked his dog down here in the cul-de-sac so it could shit in my neighbor's yard. And I'm like, oh, my God, you don't want that shit in your own yard, but you think the neighbor's going to want it in their yard. And it's like, that would be me. If he was bringing it to me or bringing it down here and it's shitting in my yard. Now, I'm lucky because most of my yard in the cul-de-sac is very pie-shaped and it's almost all driveway, so there's really no place for it to shit. But the neighbor has got a hedgerow in theirs, and he brings it over there and lets it shit in the hedgerow. And my opinion is, if I wanted a dog to shit in my yard, I'd have a fucking dog of my own. Know what I mean? Uh, I don't have a dog, so don't want a dog shitting in my yard. Me, personally, I think if you walk your happy ass down here and let your dog shit in my yard, 
I should be able to consider that trespassing and pop a cap in the furry little bastard right there on the end of your leash, and then you can drag its dead body back down and bury it in your own fucking yard. How do you like that shit? And I could go on uh, literally hours on this subject. It's the other thing, like uh, people out in the country. Well, we don't have leash logs here. My dogs can just run wild. No, they fucking can't. I don't care if I own a half acre or a thousand acres. If I wanted dogs on my land, I'd have a fucking dog. If I don't have a dog, I don't want your dogs on there. So if your dog comes on my land, I don't care if it's the greatest dog in the world. What movie was that off of? Oh, 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 don't tell me. The Kid, the Disney movie, The Kid. Remember Bruce Willis and the little boy that comes back as him when he was little? He grew up wanting the greatest dog in the world. I don't care if it's that dog. I catch it on my property, I'm going to pop a cat in its ass. That's just how it is. I should be well within my rights to do that. That's how I feel about it. Anyway, so now I've bitched about that. Second thing I wanted to bitch about today, and again, it's construction related. Here we go again with the concrete guy. We're, we're doing a job, and the concrete guy, because a lot of the job is concrete, is way behind. He's so far behind, they've had to bring in other concrete, oh, I can't talk, concrete subcontractors to help him to get try to get caught up. We're two months behind schedule. And it's like things he's been supposed to do for us for the last three months, and you electrical guys will understand me, it's like light pole bases. You know, he three months ago, he's like, I'm going to start digging and pouring those light pole bases. It's like, okay. And at that time, there was other things going on, and we were on the job full time. Maybe not with a full crew, but there was one electrician on that job 40 hours a week. Just happened to work out that way. Most of the time, two or three. Anyway, now we get three months later down the job, we're at a point where we might be there one or two days a week. We've got other work going. A lot of it's like service type work, so we might be over in an office building. And for you guys that have to do service work in, in office buildings, because and I'm just strictly talking commercial office space because we don't do residential. I don't wire houses. I'm not going to wire houses. I don't do service working houses. Not going to do service working houses. But we do stuff, you know you can't go into these businesses muddy. They would have a shit fit. Well, we'll be over in Rogers or Bentonville or down in Fayetteville working in an office building and the, sub, the general contractor will call and go, he's got a pole base dug and he wants to pour it this afternoon and you know it's been raining for three days straight, it's muddier and shit. So he wants us to drop what we're doing, drive back to Siloam Springs, and I live here, but I mean, I'm not coming back till I've got my eight hours in for the day, but he wants us to drive back right then, slop out there in the mud, 
stubborn conduits out of the pole base so that he could pour it in five minutes because he's not very good at scheduling his work. And then, but in their mindset, they're like, okay, now you can go back to doing your service work. Well, I'm covered in mud from my knees down. I can't go back to Fayetteville and walk in an office building fucking covered in mud. Those people would have a shit fit. But that's the kind of deals I'm dealing with. And he's, I don't know, he's under such pressure from the general contractor that they're trying to move him along that he'll just do that shit. And sometimes it's like he almost does it on purpose. Uh, an example was this week, I was actually there all day Wednesday, eight hours, doing some stuff, taking care of some little things that had to be done on that job site. And they call Thursday morning at nine o'clock and he's got three pole bases ready and wants to pour them. And it's like, well, were they ready yesterday? Well, they probably got them ready after you left yesterday. Oh, so he waits till he sees us leave for the day and then he runs over there and gets them ready and wants me to come back over there and get my slop through the mud because believe me, this week was muddier than shit. He wants me to come back over there, slop through the fucking mud to get these ready because he didn't coordinate it. You know, it's like he knew I was there Wednesday. He should have got them ready Wednesday instead of off doing whatever the fuck he was doing. And it's just, his whole job's been like that. But he's, the general contractor's pushing him so much that he's doing shit like that to me just to be a dick is the way I look at it. Because that's what I think he's doing. He's just being a dick. So, I'm pissed off at the neighbor and he didn't even shit in my yard and I'm pissed off at the concrete guy. Let's see, did anything good happen this week? Yeah, something actually did happen good this week. And we try been trying not to talk too much politics, but this is just too funny, in my opinion, not to talk about. And that's the fact that Nancy Pelosi was fixing to take her a little overseas trip, and Mr. Trump, our president, my president anyway, I don't know if he's yours or not, you may be a liberal dipshit, but my president shut her down and grounded that military flight so she couldn't take a free flight overseas. Now, the one thing I did see on Facebook was somebody had posted a meme and said they disagreed with President Trump that he should have waited, let her flew over there, and then waited till then to cancel the return flight and left her stuck wherever the hell it was she was going. Because that's what I think he should have done too. Because I don't know about y'all, but I, I honestly do not care for Pelosi or Schumer, either one. And the, the, the fact of the matter that if you go back and look over the last 20 years or whatever that they've been in office, they've both campaigned for funds to build that wall. The only reason they're campaigning against it so hard now is because Trump wants it. And that's, that's no way to run a country. I mean, we've had this discussion before about there are no moderate Democrats or Republicans anymore that will 
look at the other side and say, yeah, that's a good idea or a bad idea and actually vote for it or have discussions about it. They're all that couple of notches to the left or right and it doesn't matter what the other side says, they're against it. That's just the way it is and people, that is no way to run a country. Uh, My personal opinion, I have no facts to back this up. It all comes down to personal opinion. But I look back at bumpers and prior, the senators, long-term senators from Arkansas that were there through the 70s and 80s, I, I feel like both of them were, they were both Democrats. Y'all all know that, just like I do. But I feel like they were moderates. I mean, they would listen to the Republican side. They didn't, they weren't just steadfast and completely against something because the Republicans said it. They would actually listen to that, which is something we have to get back to in this country. We have to. It's just, that's just the way it is. Uh, I wanted to talk to, I made a mistake on something, and I, I have been saying it since the election that that Cortez girl was from California. She is not. That girl is from New York, which, I, I mean, I understand New York, their diversity, but I still just cannot believe that they elected her to an office. Uh, she is definitely one of those people that every time she opens her mouth, something stupid rolls out. And it's like, I'm uneducated. I know I'm uneducated. I mean, I got a high school education and that's it. And then I went to the four-year apprenticeship program, not the four-year college. But I don't think I say as stupid as shit as she does. I don't know that she's college educated. I'm guessing she probably is. As probably a liberal arts college, if I had my guess. <laughs> Nothing against liberal arts. Uh, that goes back to, I, I'm going to bring up a subject here, and we may discuss this later in another podcast because we're pretty far into this one. We try to keep them at 15 minutes. But that brings up another pet peeve of mine is, and my producer's probably going to come in here, but it's, no, I better not. I'm going to leave that for another day. Just leave y'all guessing. Leave y'all hanging on. Hey, we were talking about something earlier too, and I'm going to go ahead and mention this and see what kind of response. If you would like to be a patron of this show, you just need to email us at contact at bumpkinbob.com and tell my producer what you'd like to do. If you like hearing this podcast, like seeing our YouTube channel and want to be a patron, you know, we'd love to have your support. Also, and we're, I said this in a, one of our little clips before that, you know, if you're a conservative business and you're looking to sponsor a show and we did it kind of on a funny little deal and put that on YouTube and on Facebook and everything, thought it was hilarious. But I'm serious. If you're a conservative business owner and you're looking for uh, a show to sponsor and are a pretty face to be your spokesperson, they don't get no prettier than me. That's what I'm thinking. At least that's what I've been told. I had somebody tell me one time from a, a 
uh, let me think how I'm going to say this. If I'm going to actually tell you where this picture is posted or not. There is a picture posted of me and I've got a black cowboy hat on and this lady said, oh my God, you look like Captain Call from Lonesome Dove. Kind of swelled my head up a little bit. <laughs> my producer's looking at me laughing. Anyway, y'all, make sure you follow us on Twitter. And I'm going to start tweeting a lot more. I hadn't been doing that lately because my producer has a tendency to go on there and delete my tweets because he's the admin and all that shit. He thinks he knows what's best. So we're going to start tweeting a little more and see if we can sneak some by him. That might be funny right there. Arr, arr, arr. Anyway, make sure you join us. Watch us on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And this is Bumpkin Bob, and we're out of here. Hey, y'all, it's Bumpkin Bob here. If you enjoy this podcast, you'll enjoy our monthly episode even more. Uploaded first on bumpkinbob.com. For all the Bumpkin content, follow us anywhere you can. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to leave us a review. Five stars are good. One stars are not welcome. And this is Bumpkin Bob, and we're out.